Hello, America. Welcome back to the Simple Answers Podcast. I am Mike Turek, your host with Gerard via the old good old Skype. Uh, I know we haven't been here in quite a lot, a while, I should say, but that is okay because sometimes it's okay to take a break. Um, Gerard took a break to get a new job. I took a break to become a full-time stay-at-home dad, more or less. And I will say that the break was good, but I kind of missed this. Gerard, I kind of missed you. I miss it. Um, I I will I will say I am I am peeved off. I am really mad, and there's probably going to be yelling in today's episode. So I'm not even doing an intro. I'm not even going to say this is episode number five. This is episode number thirty-five. I don't even care. We're gonna get right into it tonight. The first thing I want to say is this whole climate debacle after. The left persistently uses small children, and at this point, small children with Asperger's fucking syndrome, that that, what are you turning into? You are using children that cannot defend themselves. So, so before we, that we could do a whole other episode on climate change, but Gerard, I, I, I... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Gerard. Well, I, th- I think we should do a whole other episode on this whole uh, this whole little little rant with the uh, using the uh, the children to forward our agenda because oh, the yeah. ends justify the means. A- absolutely, and I and I 100% agree with you. Uh, the only thing I want to touch base on climate change, global warming, whatever tonight is, hey Gerard, I want you to do something for me. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to, on air, right here, I'm going to send you a link because I want to get your live reaction to how ridiculous this is, okay? And I really hope that uh, that you go and do this, all right? So there, boom, it's sent. Now let's see how, you know, fast it actually gets an hour away from here. I'm not... I'm not buying carbon credits from Al Gore. Sorry. <laughs> no, no carbon credits. Uh, no. Oh, it says delivered. All right. I'm going to take. So in the meantime, while Gerard looks at that, Gerard bought me an awesome cup and I want everyone to realize what this cup says. It's my new podcast cup. All right. There's green dragon in it. Everyone knows what a green dragon is, but it's Mr. It is our illustrious president Trump. And it says you are a great, great paramedic. Very good. Very special. Very terrific. Believe me, everyone agrees. I love it. I love this cup, Gerard. I love you. I love this cup. I knew you would. All right. right. Well, uh, have you have you gone to the oh, link? Oh, you want me to write my climate confession? I want you to write a god darn climate confession. So, guys, if you don't know what I'm talking about, NBC News, the like legit, not PMS NBC, not one of their affiliates, the NBCnews.com went out and they posted a thing called Climate Confessions. And it says, even those who care deeply about the planet's future can slip up now and then. Tell us, where do you fall short in preventing climate change? Do you blast the AC? Throw out half your lunch? Grill a steak every week? Share your anonymous confession with NBC News. 
I do blast the AC. I do throw out sometimes lunch and I do grill at least meat every single day. So NBC news <laughs> on you. Um, but dude, these, some of these are funny. Like, um, you know, they're talking about, um, uh, I have, hold on. I have a climate confession to make. Oh, okay. Climate confess. Right. The floor is yours. And forgive me for I have sinned against you, but, uh, dear mother earth, I'm so sorry. I have been exhaling after every breath I take in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, have, I have been pouring CO2 into the atmosphere. I am so sorry. Uh, you know, you just hit you just hit the nail, man. They're worried about cow farts. There is mm. there is way more people on the planet than cows. All we do is uh, breathe out think? toxic gas. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And now they, and we produce know, meat. Oh, yep. And we produce that. So I got to read some of these to you because they're funny. This one's about food waste. Sometimes I get lazy and don't compo- uh, compost my coffee grounds. Do you do that, Gerard? Uh, they go in the garbage. Yeah, you should feel filthy, they, you should they, feel they, filthy they about up, yourself. They end up in a landfill and compost themselves. Yeah. So <laughs> this one, this one sounds illegal if it's true. I work at a restaurant chain. We don't like street people eating free leftover food out of our dumpsters. So we coat them in bleach. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds illegal. Over it's not even, that's not just, that, that's not just illegal. That's heartless. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, uh, my God. <laughs> hey, you know what? If, if, if I run, if I ran a restaurant and some bum was so down on his luck or her luck that she, she, he or she, or check other here was going to go into a dumpster to get their food. By God, man, just enjoy the meal. Yeah. Darn. Enjoy the meal. I'll even put it on a plate in the alley for you. If you want, um, I'll leave the wine list. Here we go. uh, I love this one. We toss out good food every day at work. By the way, I work at Starbucks. Such hypocrites. <laughs> Owned. Yeah. Um, how, I, how many, how many straws get tossed? Let's see. Um, I, I love this one. I'm 77, have had cancer, and love to be comfortable. Stop trying to control me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. I, I, I don't even know what this is. Uh, I'm a vegetarian, but I do admire to being a true lacto ova pescatarian. I don't know what that means. Holy what the hell is that? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to Google it. Uh, I love iced coffee. I need it daily. Medical. On very rare occasions, do I need to bring my own cup? Uh, these are we just. Are medical pro- hold on, hold on, hold on. We are medical professionals. We can dissect that word. Yeah, okay. Lacto is 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 dairy. Ova, Milk, right? Ova, ovum, Ova. maybe. Oh. And I don't know what a pescatarian eggs. is. I, eggs. Ova? Pesca is fish. Okay, so fish. Fish. Fish, eggs, milk. Fish, eggs, milk, maybe. Or mix. 
milk eggs fish. What the hell is a pescatarian? Now I have to Google it. It's it's just that simple. I got a, a pesca. Pe, see, this is this is what we do. Pescatarian. Hold on, pescatarian. Hold on. A person who does. Hold on. A a person who does not eat meat but does eat fish. Ah, uh, gotcha. So a I, now I just want to know what a lacto lacto. Oh, oh look, it's the first Google search. Um, most pescatarians are ova lacto vegetarians who eat seafood along with dairy products and eggs. So yeah, look at that. Smart people we are. We figured it out. Um, so I just thought that was funny. I wanted to bring it up to you because I, I saw it and had a hysterical chuckle about it. Um, because I guarantee you that 99% of the people that are doing that are doing it because they actually feel bad that they've hurt the, you know, universe's feelings. Like they're worried yeah. when they go to sleep tonight that, oh my God, if I don't confess, confess to the, you know, universal, you know, church of the Christmas trees that God only, you know, some squirrel's going to eat me in the middle of the night. It's, it's insane. It's no, crazy. No one ever expects the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, it's... That was a Monty Python joke for those alive. And can appreciate a good movie that is in poor taste in today's, like, you know, PC culture. When was the last time, was, you, I mean, when was the last time you saw a Monty Python movie on TV? Not very often. Not and, very often. Uh, it's the same thing. The last time you we know, saw I was just going to bring up, when was the last time you saw Blazing Saddles on TV? God forbid. Unedited. Uh, you're never going to see it unedited ever. I bet they don't even sell that on well, DVD. Yeah. Oh, I got. know I have the special anniversary edition on DVD. Uh, I'm glad somebody does. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you right now, here, here's, a, here's another great one. It doesn't get a lot of play for whatever reason. And, you know, everyone knows Blazing Saddles. Everyone knows, you know, I would say a lot of people are familiar with Young Frankenstein and, of yep. course, Spaceballs and all that. Yep. And, and a lot of his more campy stuff. But he did one that was really freaking good. And it was called History of the World Part 1. So anyone out there who hasn't seen that one, go ahead and go ahead and watch that one. I don't even think I've and, seen and, that and one. When you watch it, keep in mind, Mel Brooks is a Jew, mm-hmm. wrote this movie. So keep that in mind. Yep. Because... You can laugh at yourself. It's and, okay. And we should be able to laugh at ourselves. That's the thing. We should absolutely be able to laugh at ourselves. Exactly. Um, all right. So, Gerard, um, I want to get into the meat and potatoes of this whole conversation. I know you're, you, you can feel me seething, and it's just going to get worse. So Gerard and I are going to cover the, uh, the unclassified um, phone call between President Zelensky of Ukraine and President Trump just after this short 10-second break. everybody so in front of me i can't i can't be like rush and say formally nicotine stained hands but 
you can hear in front of me is the hard copy of the unclassified report uh, declassified by order of the president September 24th 2019 memorandum of telephone conversation um, with President Zelensky of Ukraine um, note takers White House Situation Room, date and time, July 25th, July 25th, 2019, 9.03 a.m. to 9.33 a.m. Um, Eastern Daylight Time. So I'm going to read through this, and, and I just want to, um, it's a couple pages long, but it's not really all, all that intensive. I just want, Gerard, please break in whenever you feel the need to. Um, because Gerard and I are going to talk about this in great detail about how this is tied into the DNC, corrupt government politicians, and the need for, uh, Bill Barr to literally just fill Gitmo with Congress. Like that's where I'm at right now. I am at the point where I have zero F's to give. I have negative 500 F's to give on how this government operates. And we're going to hear audio to prove it. So let's start. The president. Congratulations on a great victory. We all watched from the United States and you did a terrific job. The way you came from behind somebody who hasn't given much of a chance and you ended up winning easily. It's a fantastic achievement. Congratulations. President Zelensky. You are absolutely right, Mr. President. You di we did win big, and we worked hard for this. We worked a lot, but I would like to confess to you that I had an opportunity to learn from you. We used quite a few of your skills and knowledge and were able to use it as an example for our elections. And yes, it is true that these were unique elections. Um, we were in a unique situation that we were able to... Sorry, let me flip the page. Uh, we were able to achieve a unique success. I am able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election. Now, that happened in May of this year, May 2019. Okay, so now he called President Zelensky once in May. Now he's calling him again in July. That's the timetable. I'm able to tell you the following. The first time you called me to congratulate me when I won my presidential election, and the second time you are now calling me when my party won the uh, parliamentary election. I think I should run more often so you can tell me uh, more often, and we can talk over the phone more often. Now, one thing we do have to say is uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky is a Trump fanboy. He loves Trump. Oh, yeah. He absolutely yep loves Trump okay um, the president laughter then that's a very good idea I think your country is very happy about that President Zelensky well yes to tell you the truth we are trying to work hard because we wanted to drain the swamp here in our country we brought in many many new people not the old politicians, not the typical politicians, because we want to have a new format, new format and a new type of government. You're a great teacher for us. And in that, the president. Well, it's very nice of you to say that. I will say that we do a lot for Ukraine. We spend a, lo a lot of effort and a lot of time, much more than the European countries are doing, and they should be helping you more than they are. Germany does almost nothing for you. 
All they do is talk, oh. and I think it's something that you should really ask them about. When I was speaking to Angela Merkel, again, uh, Prime Minister of Germany, uh, speaking to Angela Merkel, she talks Ukraine, but she doesn't do anything. A lot of the European countries are the same way. So I think it's something you want to look at, but the United States has been very, very good to Ukraine. I wouldn't say that it's uh, reciprocal necessarily because things are happening that are not good in the United States, but ha sorry, I would say that it's reciprocal necessary necessarily because things are happening that are not good but the united states has been very very good to ukraine Zelensky, um yes you are absolutely right not 100 percent, but actually 1000 percent. and i can tell you the following i did talk to angela merkel and i did meet with her i also met and talked with Markon, and i and I told them that they are not doing quite as much as they need to be doing on the issues with the sanctions. They are not enforcing the sanctions. They are not working as much as they should for Ukraine. It turns, it turns out that even though logically the European Union should be our biggest partner, but technically the United States, the United States is a much bigger partner than the EU. And I'm very grateful to to you for that because the United States is doing quite a lot for Ukraine much more than the European Union especially when we are talking about sanctions against the Russian Federation I would also like That's to thank you it's because the EU is getting Russian oil pipeline directly in uh, along with a, you know, a lot of other economic ties that uh, it's not in their best interest to, to shut down Russia it's off Putin for poor little Ukraine. That's why they did absolutely nothing when Russia re-annexed the Crimea. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know a lot of people in this country probably have already forgotten it, but uh, uh, there was a little war that went on um, in Ukraine a few years ago. Where There's still uh, Russian independent troops in Ukraine. There are. Uh, the whole uh, eastern part of Ukraine wants to break away and become part of Mother Russia again. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I also remember, I know a lot of people probably have already forgotten too, uh, Russia equipped that side with uh, some of the most top-line military hardware that they had, and they blew a Dutch airliner out of the sky with like 300 people on board, and uh, the world did nothing. Nope. So, yeah. Um. Excuse me. Uh, Zelensky continues. I would also like to thank you for your for your great support in the area of defense. We are ready to continue to cooperate for the next step. Specifically, we are almost ready to buy more javelins from the United States for defense purposes. Those are fun for the whole family. Seriously, right? <laughs> um, so I want everyone to listen to this next paragraph from the president very carefully. President Trump, I would like you to do us a favor, though, because our country has been through a lot and Ukraine knows a lot about it. I would like you to find out what happened with this whole situ with this whole situation with Ukraine. They say CrowdStrike. I want everyone to remember that CrowdStrike. I guess you have uh, one of your wealthy people, the server. They say Ukraine has it. 
there are a lot of things that went on the whole situation. I think you're surrounding yourself with some of, of the same people. I would like to have the attorney general call you or your people. And I would like you to get to the bottom of it. As you saw yesterday, that whole nonsense ended with a very poor performance by a man named Robert Mueller and incompetent performance. But they say a lot of it started with Ukraine. Whatever you can do, it's very important that you do it if that's possible. Any comments as before we go on, Gerard? Yeah, I, I would I would say that uh, what you are hearing is the president of one nation talking to the president of another nation saying, hey, there was some kind of shady dealing going on that we would like to get to the bottom of. So if you guys can find out, you know, what kind of corruption is going on, I'd like to know about it. Absolutely. So that's that's the, that's the sound of your president working on behalf of the people he represents to make sure that the American people are getting, you know, the right leadership. Um, because this all, the real story that all this is driven by, of course, occurred during the previous administration when the vice president's son was benefiting from some shady dealings over there. Oh yeah. And this, this is him trying to make sure that this doesn't continue to happen. Right. And I go one further. This isn't even about Biden. Okay. Biden and uh, Hunter Biden. Right. This, this is about Hillary and the DNC freaking server prior 2016 election. That's what yeah. he's talking about. Okay. Yeah. I, I will come back to this. That's why I want you guys to remember CrowdStrike because I cannot honestly believe that they didn't like I if this was a DNC, this would never have came out. If this was a if this was Hillary, this would never would have come out. Trump wants people to figure out what CrowdStrike is. They want them to know like, "Hey, what the hell is that? Why did he specifically say that one word?" Uh, Zelensky in reply. Yes, it is very important for me and everything that you just mentioned earlier. For me as a president, it is very important and we are open for any future cooperation. We are ready to open a new page on cooperation in relations between the United States and Ukraine. For that purpose, I, I just recalled our ambassador from United States and he will be replaced by a very competent and very experienced ambassador who will work hard on making sure that our two nations are getting closer. I would also like and hope to see him having your trust and your confidence and have personal relations with you so we can cooperate even more so. I will personally tell you that one of the one of my assistants spoke with Mr. Giuliani just recently, and we are hoping very much that Mr. Giuliani will be able to travel to Ukraine and we will meet once he comes to Ukraine. I just wanted to assure you once again that you have uh, nobody but friends around us. I will make sure that I surround myself with the best and most experienced people. I also wanted to tell you that we are friends. We are great friends, and you, Mr. President, have friends in our country, so we can continue our strategic partnership. 
I also plan to surround myself with great people. And in addition to that in investigation, I guarantee as the president of Ukraine that all the investigations will be done openly and candidly that I can assure you. Uh, president. Trump, wow. Yeah. Right. Oh, um, does that, does that sound like, like Trump's twisting the knife? This is all that quid pro quo. Yeah. Right. He oh, openly. Yeah. yeah Mr. President. Shady shit happened. I'm going to help you out. Why? Because I'm a good fucking person. All right. right. President Trump. Good. Because I heard you had a prosecutor who was very good and he was shut down. And that's really unfair. A lot of people are talking about that. The way they shut your very good prosecutor down and you had some very bad people involved. Mr. Giuliani is a highly respected man. He was the mayor of New York City, a great mayor, and I would like him to call you. I will ask him to call you along with the attorney general. Rudy very much knows what's happening and he is very great, capable guy. Honestly, I'm going to break for one second. If you don't believe that this is Trump, no, no writer could write how Trump talks like i can't read how trump talks <laughs> it's transcribed in trump right <laughs> there's no there's no you know hey siri can you uh, say this in trump for me <laughs> no you <can't. laughs> uh, um all right uh I will ask him to call you along with Attorney General. Rudy very much knows what's happening, and he is a very capable guy. If you could speak to him, that would be great. The former ambassador of the United States, the woman, was bad news, and the people she was dealing uh, with in Ukraine were bad news, so I just want to let you know that. The other thing, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that, so whatever you can do with Attorney General would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stepped, uh, he stopped, stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. If you can look into it again, that's such a twist of the knife, Gerard. I mean, he is—he's holding this guy down. Zelensky's trying to breathe for air, and he's just snuffing him into the pillow. That's exactly what it sounds but to me right here. Right, but they're already looking at that, and they're going, "Oh, oh, it's you have to read between the lines and, and listen to what isn't actually said." Oh, and we're no. gonna, we're going to get to that, Gerard. Have to listen to what's actually being said. I I cannot wait until you hear what I have in a little bit. Uh, I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. This is President Zelensky. Uh, I wanted to tell you about the prosecutor. First of all, I understand and I'm knowledgeable about the situation. Hmm. Since we have won the absolute majority in our parliament, the next prosecutor general will be 100% my person, my candidate, who will be approved by the parliament and will start as a new prosecutor in September. Huh. September. Interesting. He or she will look into the situ situation, specifically to the company that you have mentioned in this issue. The issue of the investigation of the case is actually the issue of making sure to restore the honesty. So we will take care of that and we'll work on the investigation of the case. Now, remember, the company that he's specifically talking about is CrowdStrike. Yep. Um. 
Where on top of that, I would kindly ask if you have any additional information that you can provide to us. It would be very helpful for the investigation to make sure that we administer justice in our country with regard to the ambassador to the United States from Ukraine. As far as I recall, her name was Ivanovich. I was great. It was great that you were the first one who told me that she was a bad ambassador because I agree with you 100%. Her attitude towards me was far from the best as she admired the previous president and she was on his side. She would not accept me as the new president well enough. President Trump. Well, she's going to to go through some things. I'll have Mr. Giuliani give you a call and I am also going to have Attorney General Barr Call and we will get to the bottom of it. I'm sure you will figure it out. I heard the prosecutor was treated very badly and he was a very fair prosecutor. So good luck with everything. Your economy is going to get better and better. I predict you have a lot of uh, assets in that country. It's a great country. I have many Ukrainian friends. They're incredible people. <laughs> that sounds like Trump. That's, that's, that's Trump. Uh, President Zelensky. Country. You got I've got many, many Ukrainian friends. Many great men. Right. They're all great people. Great oh, people. <laughs> great people, paramedic. Great I'm, a, I'm a great paramedic. Remember? Great, great. Believe me. <laughs> um, President Zelensky, I would like to tell you that I also have a quite a few Ukrainian friends that live in the United States. Actually, last time I traveled to the United States, I stayed in New York near Central Park, and I stayed at the Trump Tower. I will talk to them and I hope to see them again in the future. I also wanted to thank you for your invitation to visit the United States, specifically Washington, D.C. On the other hand, I also want to ensure you that we will be very serious about the case and will work on the investigation. As to the economy, there is much potential for our two countries and one of the issues that is very important for Ukraine is energy independence. Hmm. I believe we can be very successful and cooperating on energy independence with the United States. We are already working on cooperation. We are buying American oil. Oh, what? What? Ooh, you mean we export oil? So we're there. There's there's outside proof that we're the world's most exporter of new oil now. Huh? I didn't know that. Um, we are buying American oil, but I am very hopeful for a future meeting. We will have more time and more opportunities to discuss these opportunities and get to know each other better. I would like to thank you very, very much for your support. The President Trump, or President Trump. Uh, good. Well, thank you very much, and I appreciate that. I will tell Rudy and Attorney General Barr to call. Thank you. Whenever you would like to come to the White House, feel free to call. Give us a date, and we'll work that out. I look forward to seeing you. Zelensky, thank you very much. I would be very happy to come and would be happy to meet with you personally and get to know you better. I am looking forward to our meeting, and I also would like to invite you to visit Ukraine and come to the city of uh, Kiev, which is a beautiful city. Now, one thing that um, a lot of people might... Gerard, I know you know this because you're just that brilliant, but uh, most people would say, hey, Turek, um, you're totally just butchered uh, Kiev. Well, no, eh. uh, Kiev is actually what the Russians, when they invaded the Ukraine, called Kiev as a joke to put it under Russian control. So if you're still in old times of calling it Kiev, 
please get up to date. It's Kiev because they're no longer a Russian satellite state. They are a sovereign nation of their own. Um, also, why we call it Ukraine, not the Ukraine anymore. Um, we have a beautiful country which would welcome you. On the other hand, I believe that on September 1, we will be in Poland and we can meet in Poland, hopefully. After that, it might be a very good idea for you to travel to Ukraine. We can either take my plane and go to Ukraine or we can take your plane, which is probably much better than mine. I like this guy. He's funny. Uh, President Trump. Okay, we can work that out. I look forward to seeing you in Washington, maybe in Poland, because I think we are going to be there at the same time. Zelensky. Thank you very much, Mr. President. President Trump, congratulations on a fantastic job you've done. The whole world was watching. I'm not sure it was so much of an upset, but congratulations. Zelensky ends the conversation. Thank you, Mr. President, and bye-bye. All right, so five pages unclassified. Now, Gerard, how much treason did you hear in that? Oh, I don't know. Let me think. Not a single uttered word not a single uttered word nothing not a word in fact in fact i was expecting to hear something that might have maybe been a little wink wink nudge nudge there wasn't any there there was none of that it was literally it was the sound of a president who is about as sick and tired of all the freaking political corruption as we are telling a president of another nation where there was a massive cover-up and corruption going on that, you know, we'd like to root this out and make sure all the freaking players are identified and dealt with and gotten rid of. We don't want this anymore. Right. Now, good business. now this morning, what happened? This morning, so after this came out, let's re-roll the timeline. After this came out, um... Just as a a leak from a whistleblower, right? Whistleblower said, hey, um, Trump had this phone call. It wasn't good. Lots of bad treasonous things happened. He twisted the arm of the Ukrainian president, and it's really, 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 really bad. Well, yeah. it's already been proven. Now, literally, the day after the whistleblower came out, Trump released this unclassified document of the transcript of the phone call in question. We just read that. That same day, Pelosi went and had a field show saying, hey, we are now starting... She, Nothing has changed in the impeachment process. I want everyone to understand that. Not a single thing has changed from last week. All she made it seem was that they were starting impeachment trials. So you look on Facebook, you look on social media, you look on all these different places, and God forbid, people are already going, oh, yeah, um, uh, the, the Senate already voted 100 to 0. And it's like, no, you are factually inaccurate and stupid. Nothing has changed, okay? All she made it seem was that she was following impeachment, right? So then you this gives rise to Adam Schiff, the stupid little idiotic oh, Democrat from freaking California. Little piece of crap on earth. I know. 
I am sick. He's he, he a slimy, slimy human being. Oh, you want to talk about slimy? This guy doesn't even deserve to breathe air. Okay? Yeah. So, give me another 10-second break. We're going to hear Adam Schiff's opening statement on Trump in the hearing on Capitol Hill this morning when we return. All right, guys, welcome back. We are going to now listen to Adam Schiff, representative Democrat from California. Um, House, what is it, Intelligence Committee? I don't even know. I, I honestly don't really care. Uh, but he oh, is... Get on a committee of any of any importance. He, he's such a slimy scumbag. Yeah, I, seriously, the, I'm not even going to say anything. But again, I'm going to come back to exactly what Trump has said. As soon as we listen to Adam Schiff, this is at, this is a part of Adam Schiff's um, opening statement this morning in uh, uh, in the hearing with um dni chairman and uh the director of national intelligence chairman specifically talking about what trump was saying to president Zelensky. here we go well it reads like a classic organized crime shakedown shorn of its rambling character and in not so many words this is the essence of what the president communicates We've been very good to your country, very good. No other country has done as much as we have. But you know what? I don't see much reciprocity here. I hear what you want. I have a favor I want from you, though. And I'm going to say this only seven times, so you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent, understand lots of it. On this and on that, I'm going to put you in touch with people, not just any people. I'm going to put you in touch with Attorney General of the United States, my Attorney General, Bill Barr. He's got the whole weight of the American law enforcement behind him. And I'm going to put you in touch with Rudy. You're going to love him, trust me. You know what I'm asking, and so I'm only going to say this a few more times, in a few more ways. And by the way, don't call me again. I'll call you when you've done what I asked. Are you freaking kidding me? Wow. The man is lying through his flipping teeth in Congress. You don't get to paraphrase a transcribed conversation. You you get the, the conversation. You read it verbatim like you and I did. You don't paraphrase shit. And injecting your own thoughts is complete dishonesty. This is complete slander. This is complete libel. This is complete garbage. If I was Trump, I would send out um, Attorney General Barr to Schiff's office like in the morning and be like, oh, I'm sorry, you have violated your duty to protect the Constitution, your oath of office. Get the hell out. So, I would, I, 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 honestly, if he's going to play that game, I would say, yeah, maybe the Justice Department should be looking into people like him. Maybe it should be looking into him and some of his homeboys. And, uh, 
maybe start taking closer looks at their books and their records oh, and their phone it, conversations. Absolutely. And let's it, see what comes up. On the, it, let's see what comes up under those rocks. So here's here's what I want. Okay, I'm to the point. Like I said earlier, I am to the point where I give negative 500 Fs. Okay? It is to the point where these people need to be held accountable and thrown in Gitmo. I'm I'm done with it. You are literally But hold on, hold on, Gerard. I know I'm I am being I know you can't I just I know you can't just throw them in like brown shirts. But hear me out. Just like, hear the opinion out. Okay? Yeah. You have elected officials, representatives in our federal government, making up trash on the stand in a congressional hearing. If I was a witness and did that, I would be held in contempt and thrown in jail. Why aren't they? Why aren't they held to the same freaking standards as if I went up to Capitol Hill and said, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that Adam Schiff um, walks around with a butt plug up his nose all the time. Well, they won't. Yeah. But they won't. Uh, because he, he, Why he, not? Because when he has to be seen in public standing up, right, you know, once, you know, <laughs> that's where his head normal, where his head normally is. So he likes to keep the aroma. Like, um, this, this, no, uh, this, when I was watching this this morning, I literally almost took my shoe off and threw it through my TV. Like, don't, don't I go, am fuming about this. Don't go Iraqi. Don't go Iraqi on it. We used to have an institution that did hold their feet to the fire and keep them honest. Well, as honest as could possibly be made out of a politician, but uh, that institution no longer exists because it's in the tank for one side and one side only. And, you know, the media in this country is supposed to be the eyes, ears, and mouth of the people. Mm-hmm. And if you do something like that, where yeah, you're not really breaking a law, but you're a real piece of shit for what you're doing. It used to be called out on it and the media used to go, Hey, wait a minute. You know, like what we're doing right now, they, they used to have, you know, the people would sit at a table and they, they, you know, Walter Cronkite would talk very monotone and, and, uh, you know, they would say, this is complete and utter bullshit. And, uh, good night America. Uh, they <laughs> would got, hold, you got a good Cronkite going. <laughs> It sometimes molds, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta, you know, make sure I don't put the uh, the S and the H together. Otherwise, it turns into countering. But uh, <laughs> no, the media used to be something that you could turn your news on and trust what was coming back at you. And I know that you know, even Cronkite had his stupid moments. Um, oh yeah, but. For the most part, you got the who, what, where, when, and why. And if somebody did something like that, it was pointed out that what this guy just said is complete and utter bullshit. Um, this is what the transcript says. You know, why, Mister Shift, did you uh, choose to uh, to say it like this? 
You know, so, that, so that's what it used to do. You're, it doesn't do that anymore. You're 100% correct. And one thing I do want to say is thank God for smart, intelligent human life that maybe there's only five of them in Congress, but there was one, a representative, Mike Turner, that just so happened to be Republican from Ohio sitting on this hearing. And guess what he did? Here's the audio. What else it's not? It's not the conversation that was in the chairman's opening statement. While the chairman was speaking, I actually had someone text me, is he just making this up? And, and yes, yes, he, he was. Because sometimes fiction is better than the actual words or the text. But luckily, the American public are smart, and they have the transcript. They've read the conversation. They know when someone's just making it up. Thank you, Mr. Turner. Calls oh, you, you, out you, you, Schiff right next door to him. He was like seated three well, seats away from him. Right when it was his turn to talk, he was literally like, "Yo, um, bullshit alert! Honk, 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 honk! Sit your ass the down." Only way, the only way that could have been better is if after he was done and said, "I yield the rest of my time," is if he would have just turned to him, put his hand up, and went, "Count it." <laughs> Mike <laughs> drop. <laughs> so then, so then, get this right. So then. Little bit more questioning goes on, and it gets back to Schiff, right? Little pencil neck fucking douchebag Schiff. And he comes over, and he goes, oh, uh, um, now, now, I think I got a grovel. Here's this audio. As an aside, I want to mention that uh, my colleague is right on both counts. Um, it's not okay, uh, but also my summary of the president's call was meant to be at least part in parody. The fact that that's not clear is a separate problem uh, in and of itself. Uh, of course, the president never said, um, if, I, uh, if you don't understand me, I'm going to say it seven more times. My point is, that's the message that the Ukraine president was receiving in not so many words. Um, no, no, it wasn't. What? Yeah. Did he literally just, did he literally just have the audacity? in front of the world media to tell everybody what the president of another country was actually feeling? Absolutely he did. This guy has got balls that can't even fit under his table. No, I don't think he's got balls. I think he's just... Uh, He's either got balls (laughs) or he's the most stupid human being I have ever been to. I fully believe he has absolutely no balls whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in Hillary's They're in Hillary's uh, pocket. Ah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> she's like Captain Queen, just going like this. For <laughs> so no, if I, it, uh, I'm not even going to try to explain who Captain Queen is. Uh, <laughs> The I'm cane, glad I. I'm glad mute. I know. So the cane all you need mean, to know. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to Google it. <laughs> so, no, I think he is literally that blinded by hatred and so chomping at the bit to to. to forward his side that he is literally that stupid 
that he believes everybody else is as dumb as he is. He believes that we can't read. He believes we can't interpret what we're reading. And he's going to try to teach us what was really being said and what was really being inferred and what the Ukrainian president was really getting out of that conversation. Who the fuck, who the fuck are you? Right. Seriously. Who are you? If I was the president of Ukraine, I would literally buy a big one page ad in the New York slimes, the Washington compost, the LA times, all the big lefty papers. I would buy an ad in every single one of them. I am president, I forget his name, uh, from Ukraine. Zelensky, right. Uh, Who the fuck are you? Seriously. (laughs) Like, if I was President Zelensky, I'd go one even further. Let's not even give revenue to the, the slime and the compost and this, that, the other thing. I'd get on my rinky-dink Ukrainian presidential plane, fly my butt to Washington. What was that? All four propellers. (laughs) Hey, he said it, not us. um, No, they actually have a nice nice jet. It's just, it's it's not Air Force One. (laughs) No, nothing's Air Force One. So I would take my little jet. I'd fly across that little itty ocean. I'd land in freaking what is it? Uh, what's what's the air? The main air? Reagan in yeah, Washington, Washington, Washington National, Washington. right? I'd land my aircraft there. I'd take a cab all the way over to Schiff's office. I'd knock on his door. When he uh, opens the door, I'd punch him square in the face. And then go right back to my plane. <laughs> turn around and go right back to my plane. <laughs> Be like, um, yeah, President Zelensky in the morning. Um, guys, uh, yeah, I, I would like to take a trip to Washington, D.C. Please get my plane ready. Cool. Well, all, yeah, all, his, all his minions. We, we. We, we fly, we fly over there. Cool. We land, drive me over there. Hi. Boom. How long around. Are you staying? Hey, um, Five um, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it takes for me to get through the circle to get there. That's it. That's right. it. <laughs> All I have to say about this is I am to the point left, right, left and right have 100% completely failed this country. Yeah. If anyone has ever watched Arrow, anyone ever knows about the Green Arrow um, comic book from DC, one of my favorite DC comics, there's very few of them that I enjoy reading. Green Arrow was one of them. Anytime now he was an anti-hero for those that don't under don't know who he will who he was, but he used to um, put an arrow through the heart, like literally kill people. He was like DC's version of the Punisher, right? My all-time favorite superhero, anti-hero, whatever, um, of people who failed his city, 
So he used to, right before he used to draw back his bow and put it through your heart, he used to yell out your name, Adam Schiff, you have failed this city. And then pluck right in your heart and you're dead. That's what he used to do. And I feel, I feel not condoning (laughs) these people need to die, but I'm just saying the message is the same. We need to sit there and go, Adam Schiff, Democrats, Republicans, anyone in Congress other than the like five people that I like, you have failed this country and then rip them out of their office. We don't have to shoot him in the heart with an arrow. I can shoot him in the ass. <laughs> still, I'll call myself. I'll call myself. We'll call it. We'll call him the brown arrow. You <laughs> 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 oh. failed this nation. You have Bend failed the this F nation. Over. Yeah. Here comes your medicine. It really, uh, you know, I I know I'm repeating myself, but this is literally just Russia, Russia collusion all over again. This is this is uh, Christine Ballsy Ford all over again. This is two weeks ago. Up, oh, we have a new anonymous person telling me that uh, you know Kavanaugh raped somebody. Up, oh, that one That's away over- too. Right. That's out of a great. A great analogy for this whole thing is it's as if your neighbor anonymously called the cops and said, Hey, they're, they're dealing drugs out of your house. And without any investigation whatsoever, without any proof, hell here, we actually have proof to the contrary, but without anything whatsoever, they just SWAT shows up with a no knock freaking warrant and kicks your door in and shoot your dog. Seriously, This is the equivalent. And it's, what, it's the equivalent. What the other day when Pelosi was um, putting out her little announcement, I went to the Facebook page, 1787 Media Network on Facebook, um, and I posted something. And do you remember what I said, Gerard? On that um, post? Not often. So, a lot of things I know there was that, that huge one about the climate that uh, oh, yeah, that got one. way out of, yeah. <laughs> that one was festive. Um, so if, if any watching this aren't actually like in the Facebook page, you need to like go there because you y'all are missing out on some good stuff. You miss out on a lot of great conversations. Oh. We have we have a yeah. great troll on our Facebook page <laughs> that we love to converse with, and it um. We should do a segment every freaking uh, every podcast. We should we should just have the troll segment. Dude, the troll we block. could make him famous. I love it, Gerard. I think we should start doing that. I think we're gonna do that starting oh. next podcast. Yes, and we're gonna have we're gonna have to add an addition to your desk. Oh boy, what what's the addition to my desk? And he'll have a name. Okay. You know, a little the hair. What? We'll just give him. a Give him a little name tag. You know, the little, the little trolls with the hair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the troll dolls. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh. I, didn't, I didn't know you were talking about an actual troll doll. I thought you were – I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right, so, so what I wrote 
and I quote, maybe Benjamin Franklin was right when he said, we gave you a republic if you can keep it. And then I, I finished yep. the statement by saying, I guess we finally couldn't keep it. And I wrote that with a heavy heart because, again, negative 500 Fs given. At this point, our government, our federal government has failed this city, has failed this nation. If, if we are allowing, as the American people, to have them corrupt and bastardize our republic as much as they have by lying in a hearing and perpetuating lie after lie after lie about Russian collusion because they didn't like the results of an election. And they did. Proof is in writing that everything that they are telling you the American people that Trump has done, they, the Democrats, have already perpetrated. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. We're going to talk about CrowdStrike and what that is. We're going to be talking about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. We're going to be talking about Hillary and the DNC hacked email server. We're going to be talking about how all of that plays in to the Ukraine, Russia, and the whole beginning of the Russia collusion hoax. Because do not doubt either of us. We might be lone little New York State paramedics, but I guarantee you that if this ever comes out, it is big enough to rock the entire government. I will say only one person is going to come out of this alive. Either Trump does get impeached illegally. I don't think he'll ever be removed unless there's more than enough um, anti-Trumpers in the Senate to remove him. But he might get impeached under false false accusations. Or two. Or two. Let me finish. Or two. The whole establishment in our government falls. And honestly, I'm hoping for the fall of the government because then, because then we can rebuild it. The American people can rebuild it to what it should be, to what it needs to be, to where it's not going to fail us anymore. Go ahead, Gerard. Or three, the people actually wake up and vote these people out and start demanding term limits for Congress. Yeah, but the the problem, be, the problem with that is the ter- the the congressmen have to vote for the term for limits and they're never going to do that. Even if we had a constitutional a, convention, it's not going to happen. That's the sad thing. If there is a ground swell, if the bang if the drum is banged loud enough to the point where they the ones that are in there right now are in fear of losing their jobs, they'll do it. I, they'll do it. <sighs> See, I, I just don't believe it. I, I, they I want, want the people. them to. I want them to. We should only have, you know, three term limits for a congressman and, you know, 
uh, two term limits for uh, hell, one term limit for a senator. Make it all six years. You're allowed to be there for six years, and that's it. That's it. Term 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 limits are something that that Democrats and Republicans and centrists and communists and everybody else can get behind because nobody wants a career politician. The ones that do, you're never going to reach them anyway. But I think the vast majority don't like the idea of career politicians. I agree. I, think, I just i I think the American people would pass it. I just don't think Congress would pass it, limiting their own power, especially in had, this in this climate. Million, in this, if you climate, had a million, if, if you have if you have a different federal government climate than you do right now, right this second. You don't have Chuck U. Schumer. You don't have Dick Durbin. You don't have Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi and all those people that have been there for 40 years. Yeah. I think if you can do it. But right now, I don't think have, it's possible. If you could have a million-person march on Washington screaming for it, and all the freaking news channels broadcasting it and everyone pounding the drum week after week for it they would cave and they would do it hey gerard because it's the right thing to do so i think i found your assignment what's that what what's today's date uh today when we're recording this it is the 26th september 2019 26th mm-hmm. September 2020 mm-hmm. you and I should be leading a march in Washington there's your goal you got a, you got 365 days to get a million people to march behind us alright I'll put, yeah, I'll put you up, on that one yeah it's gonna end up like storming freaking area 51 <laughs> you know six people show up in their dog <laughs> I thought the greatest thing was somebody posted something like, "Like I can't wait till they hear the sound of 300,000 monsters popping all at the same time. And I was like, yeah, it turned out to be like five white claws on a Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, all right, America, I'm going to leave you hanging for the rest of this. Um, Gerard and I are going to be recording the day after we're recording this. Uh, for that follow-up episode. So stay tuned to the YouTube channel. Also, try out our anchor. Like today, no one really, like people watch YouTube, but you listen to podcasts. So if you want to listen to this, go to anchor.fm slash Simple Answers Podcast. If you feel like uh, supporting Gerard and I in the 1787 Media Network, hit that subscribe button on Anchor. Hit it on any one of your uh uh, podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes. We're on like eight or nine different ones. Uh, you can find us, whichever one that you guys use, on that Anchor platform. So um, till next time, America, for Gerard and myself, stay strong.